Financial Literacy Month has come and gone. Coming up, I'm going to take the hot seat for a pop quiz from Gary about what they have learned. Stay tuned. And now, Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Welcome to the show. This is Element Wealth Radio. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Jeremy Nelson. Jeremy has helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement goals. Almost 20 years of experience. Jeremy is a fiduciary, which means by law has to have the best interest of his clients. All the things we talk about each week on the show are the things you're going to be speaking to Jeremy about when you meet with him, like retirement income planning, social security optimization, asset management, and so much more, because we know as retirees or pre-retirees, these things are on your mind. So I'd like to thank you for joining us on 97.3 Super Talk. Good to be with you on a Sunday morning. Going to welcome Jeremy in. Jeremy, how are you doing today? Great, Gary. How about yourself? I'm doing great. We've got a real fun show. Our show writers came up with uh, something totally different today, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, let me start out by saying the uh, 2023 ERBI Retirement Confidence Survey was released. We got the results. That stands for, by the way, Employee Benefit Research Institutes. Now, some of these are really going to shock you. We're going to dive in with a format inspired by a classic game show, and you know what it is? It's Family Feud. That's right. The financial feud. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have some fun with this. Now, the same rules apply. If you're not familiar with the show, we've got top answers from various surveys from the uh, 2023 Retirement Conference Survey. And you're going to try to guess the most popular answers from the survey conducted. Now, you hear the buzzer. You've earned a strike. You hear a chime. You have answered correctly. All right, Jeremy, all set. Here we go. So what you have to do is you got to get the top answer, and if you get the highest percentage answer, you'll get you'll get this. Hang on, one second. You'll, you'll get that, and if you don't, you get that. Okay, all set. Here we go. So I, I've got to get the number one answer. Yes, every you time. have to get the absolute top answer. Now the others aren't wrong; it's just that it's not the top answer. And, I'm, and you so, obviously so you're making it you're making it hard on me. Gary. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's uh, okay. what we're here for. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Over one thousand American adults were surveyed about retirement. The top three answers are on the board of the surveyed. The top concerns of those worried about their financial future. What are the uh, what's the top concern? Well, I feel like this one's kind of a gimme because we see people all the time and, you know, callers that come in are other people. So I'm just going to say the number one answer has to be not having enough money to retire. There you go. Not having enough right. money to retire. 68%. I'm going to give you the other two, Jeremy. You can comment if you like. Uh, keeping up with the cost of living is 56% and managing debt levels, 45%. What do you think? That's that's really interesting. So uh, I kind of get the keeping up with the cost of uh, living because obviously inflation right now is on everyone's mind. I'm I'm surprised that that many people are that concerned about managing debt levels right? when we're talking about going into retirement. That's a lot. Yeah, I think it is, too, because we always strive the fact that, you know, we talk to folks uh, all the time. They say they, their goal is to not to be in debt as they go into retirement. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, that, that that one's a little bit surprising to me. I would have not guessed that to be in the top three. All right. Here's our second question. Surveyed 887 American working Americans who said they're not confident about their ability to live comfortably through retirement. We got the top five answers on the board. What are their top concerns, Jeremy? I'm going to guess their top concern is that they can't afford to retire. Can't afford to retire. 
That is correct. Little or no savings, unprepared, can't afford to retire. 40%. Jeremy, let me give you the other ones here. Inflation, cost of living, rising prices is 29%. The economy, recession, and market volatility is 12%. Unemployment issues with job, unemployment or issues with job, 9%, or fixed budget, low or no income, 8%. What do you think of these? Well, I'm kind of seeing a theme here that people are still worried about inflation. Yeah, no question right? about that. I mean, because yeah. because on, on both of these questions, cost of living or inflation, you know, has has been up there. Um, you know, I'm a little surprised. Only twelve percent were worried about the economy, recession, government volatility of markets. Um, sounds like people are a little bit complacent. I thought that might be a little bit higher. Yeah, based on what you tell me and the folks you talk about, because you bring that up uh, a lot. So I'm surprised at that answer too. But but the number one answer totally makes sense, don't you think? Yeah, that was that one wasn't too hard. Yep. Okay, here we go. Question number three. Hopefully get to we'll get to all five of these. See if we can do it. All right. Top six answers on the board. Over eleven hundred working Americans say they are not confident in their ability to live comfortably through retirement. What are their top concerns? We got six of them. Six on the board. What do you think? I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with kind of the the horse I've been riding that um, that they don't have enough personally saved up for retirement. Well, that's up there. Yep. You know what it is, though? Number one, Social Security. 88% are concerned about Social Security. I I know they are, but I didn't think it was that much. Let me run down the other ones for you, Jeremy, and let me know what you think about these. uh, A close second was a workplace retirement saving plan at 84%, personal retirement savings or investment, 78%, and individual retirement account, or IRA, 75%, and uh, work for pay, 73%, or a defined benefit or traditional pension is 64%. So a lot on the minds of retirees, am I right, when it comes to this? Yeah, so um, I'm a little bit surprised that this pension thing is so high because not that many people actually have pensions right. anymore. Yeah, Maybe we surveyed a lot of government employees. Maybe, I don't know. sure. Uh, but I, I'm surprised Social Security is number one. So, I, I mean, what that really tells me is that people are genuinely concerned about Social Security's solvency. Um so that's interesting. And I guess some of these others I kind of lump together, like sure. your work, your workplace retirement savings, personal, like it, it's all your money, right? So right. Um, interesting. You know, has it maybe because Social Security has been in the news so much and been punted back and yeah. forth politically, maybe something like that might be. A reason I, I, yeah, I think that's kind of a hot topic that's going to come up around the 2024 election. So, yeah, I could see that. All right. Want to remind everybody, this is Element Wealth Radio. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me is Jeremy Nelson. Jeremy has helped hundreds of clients achieve their financial retirement goals. I'd like to thank you for joining us on Sunday morning on 97.3 Super Talk. We're having uh, fun on segment one today. Our show writers came up with the family feud format here, and Jeremy is answering our questions for us, trying to find the top answer. Okay. Over 2,500 working and retired Americans survey the top five answers on the board to this question. Who do you trust most with your finances? What do you think? All right. Not to toot my own horn, but I think that this is going to be your personal financial advisor. There you go. A personal financial advisor, 61%. I'm going to give you the other ones, and these are somewhat surprising too. Uh, Number two answer, family and friends, 31%. I don't think that's a great idea. That's my opinion. Online resources and the research on your own, 28%. And representatives from your workplace retirement plan provider, 13%. Don't you think that's a little high on family and friends and, and online resources? I think so. Well, actually, you know, so we we do see like a lot of times people who don't have access to advisors. I mean, 
family and friends that understand it better than them, they they do listen. So I'm not totally surprised by that. Um, the online resources and research do-it-yourself, we are seeing people kind of moving away from that a little bit right now. Uh, so I'm not I'm not totally surprised by that. We've seen like some of the different robo advisors and things shut down. Uh, so I'm not surprised to see that a little bit lower. Um, representatives from your workplace retirement plan provider. That's interesting. You know, we talk about this all the time in our retirement plan consulting business, that there's all these great tools that are out there and resources and people just don't use them. So uh, that's kind of showing up at only 13%. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the family and friends thing, I can, I guess that's probably a uh, pretty accurate, but you know, there's some folks we talked about in prior shows, well-meaning folks who don't have the right answers and lead people uh, the wrong way. And that's why they need to come and see you. And at least two thirds, almost two thirds of the folks surveyed said, yeah, they need a uh, financial advisor, which is uh, great news. That's the way to go about yeah. it. All right. Final uh, question. Almost 700 working Americans had recently made changes to their retirement plans. We surveyed the top four answers on the board and they were asked, what have you done in the past year with your workplace retirement plan? What do you think? I am going to guess went more conservative in their investments. Mm -hmm. More conservative. No, they increased the amount of contribution, which is good, 37%. Uh, number two, they used a tool, a calculator, to estimate how much they need to serve and how to generate income. Now, the number three answer, very much concerning, switch to more conservative investment, 16%. I actually thought that would be a lot higher. And I, I did too, because I mean, we saw a lot of people that were you know, panicking when the market was down. So yeah. I'm a little bit surprised by that. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about it all the time, at least you do, that, you know, it's it's kind of goes uh, kind of a rule of thumb. The older you get, the more conservative you want to be with your investments. So I'm surprised at that one. And finally, the fourth one, contacted their retirement providers plan representative service center for advice, 12%. So that's pretty much it. What do you think of this uh, survey and reading between the lines, Jeremy? We have a couple of minutes left here. Well, look, I, I think it's great that <clears throat> the number one answer is people actually increase the amount that they contributed, especially considering, you know, inflation cost of living going up. So that's fantastic. People are prioritizing this. Um, you know, look, using tools online to kind of estimate how much you need. Great. I mean, that's it, that's what you need to do uh, is do a little bit of homework. And um, again, this whole only 12 percent of people. Uh, saying that they contacted their retirement plan provider for advice just goes to show that, you know, there, again, there's all of these tools and everything with your workplace retirement plan, but people aren't using them, right? Uh, people still want that more personalized advice. So I've, I find that interesting to see that again, kind of at the bottom, still making the list, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, just yeah. like all of my answers were on the list, I got some. I got some buzzers. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they were all on the list. Yeah, great. They were all on the list at least. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't miss the board. I wasn't oh, no. totally embarrassed. Totally did not miss the board. Yeah, so uh, great fun with uh, with segment one, and I like the fact that sixty one percent of people do need to see a financial advisor. So, uh, Jeremy, why don't you uh, tell us why they need to come see you? Well, look, listeners, uh, if you've got concerns about retirement. And or your ability to retire, it's time to act. You've got to be proactive and not reactive, right? There's a lot of uncertainty going on out there with regard to markets, the economy, geopolitics. So take the first step, pick up the phone, give us a call. Uh, it's Sunday. So on Monday morning, one of my associates will give you a call. We'll schedule a meeting. 
no obligations. We're just going to sit down, learn about you, your unique story, your unique goals, you know, and where you are on your path uh, to retirement. And we're going to give you some deliverables. So number one, we're going to do a fee assessment, right? We're going to figure out, are you paying too much for your advice or for the services that you are getting? We're going to do a risk assessment, right? Are you properly allocated? Do you have an too much risk in your portfolio or do you not have not enough risk in your portfolio? We're going to make sure that you're comfortable with how you are allocated and we're going to do a tax analysis. Are you saving in the most tax efficient manner? Should you be putting in Roth? Should you be putting in traditional? Should you be considering Roth conversions? Those sorts of things. And what's your distribution strategy? Is do you have a plan that is actually going to optimize the amount of money that's going into your pockets and not going to the government? So lastly, the other thing that we will do is we'll create a customized income plan for you. And what we're going to show you is different ways, different proven strategies that we use to help our clients actually achieve their retirement goals and live a stress-free retirement. 800-800-6073. That's the number you need to get a hold of Jeremy and the folks at Element Wealth. 800-800-6073. Folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Very simple. They're standing by Monday morning on Element Wealth. They're going to return your phone call, 800-800-6073, or email radio at myelementwealth.com, radio at myelementwealth.com. One more time on the phone number before we take a break, 800-800-6073. Jeremy and the team, looking forward to speaking with you. We are going to take a quick break. Back with more of Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy in just a moment. What's up next, sir? If you're within five to 10 years of retirement, it's important to carefully review and adjust your financial plan to ensure a smooth transition into retirement. When we come back, we've got some advice and consideration for individuals in this stage of their retirement plan. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me is Jeremy Nelson. Jeremy has helped hundreds of clients achieve their financial retirement goals. Thank you for joining us Sunday morning, 97.3 Super Talk. The show is Element Wealth Radio with you each week at this time. A little bit about Jeremy, almost 20 years of experience. He's a fiduciary, very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because by law has to have the best interest of his clients. And the things we talk about each week are the things that are on your mind. We know that as a retiree or pre-retiree. You're interested in retirement income planning, Social Security optimization, asset management, and so much more. So that leads us to the second segment on the show today. Everybody wants a smooth transition into retirement, and we've got some advice for you to consider for individuals in this stage of retirement planning. A lot of folks, we call it the retirement red zone during that five to ten years. So we're going to give you some advice because you want, you know, you don't want the turbulence on the plane, Jeremy. You want that smooth landing. You know, we've all been on the plane where you're white knuckling it. <laughs> going through, yep. yeah. Not fun. Am I right? Uh, uh-uh, Not uh, fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm hanging on for dear life. Anyway, so let's uh, let's take uh, the first one here. Access your retirement savings. So, yeah, look, you've, you have to assess your plan, right? 
so, you know, we often use the term and it was kind of coined by Prudential, right? When they had those before they sold their retirement plan division. Uh, but they had great commercials that talked about the retirement red zone. And I think that that's a good way to look at it because here in the South, right, we love our football. So yep. let's use a football analogy. Sure. And, you know, when you're getting to that five to 10 years out from retirement, if you're not really sitting down and, and looking at, you know, your in your 401k, your IRAs, other investment accounts, and seeing how much you've saved and how much you're going to need, you have to do this. I, I was sitting down with a listener uh, last week, and one of the things that you know we were talking about was, hey, kids are going to be out of college here coming up in a few years. House is going to be paid off, and that's going to create the opportunity for him to kind of play that catch up, right, where he's going to be able to put more into his plan and he knows that he needs to. So, but for him, it's, you know, how much do, does he need to put back of that additional free cash flow that he is generating? So, again, really what you need to do is consider sitting down with a financial professional, conduct a thorough analysis, right? Understanding what, where you are in your retirement savings and how much you're going to need to actually support your lifestyle in retirement. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's where you got to start. Absolutely. And uh, developing a retirement budget. I already said that bad word again, budget. Well, let's call it spending plan. Lots of folks like that. Better. Yes, Gary. Yeah. That's, we, we coined spending plan two weeks ago. This we is did. what we're going with. I, we we go. got to remember this. We don't say budget anymore. No, no. We don't say that plan. bad word. Yeah. So tell me about this. What do you think? Yeah. Look, you have to create a comprehensive spending plan, right? So, uh, you know, this is going to outline, you know, your expected expenses, Right. Um, and it's going to you're going to look at what our projected income is during retirement. You've got to consider things like your housing, health care, travel and leisure and inflation. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, people forget, hey, well, my house is paid off. Well, yeah. But what happens when you need to do maintenance repairs? What happens when you need a new dishwasher? Right. There's all sorts of stuff that happens with your house, even though it's paid off. So you've got to factor in those costs. And it's not just about keeping the lights on. It's about your lifestyle, right? Again, we talk about this. What sure. Every day is a Saturday. So yep. what are you going to do with your time? Are you going to play golf? Are you going to travel? Are you going to play pickleball, right? Like what is it that you're going to do with your time? Uh, because you're probably going to spend a little bit more money, especially in those early go-go years of retirement. So you know, the advice here is have a realistic spending plan that helps you better understand uh, your financial needs during retirement and can help you make informed decisions about your spending. Yeah, there's so many different ways to do it, easy ways to do it. You could use apps on your phone or you go to a spreadsheet on your computer, but, you know, you can even just write it down if you like. But by the way, I think I mentioned this yeah. last week. You know, I looked at my account on Friday night, and then I look at it on Monday morning. <laughs> Guess what? The same thing happened again this weekend, Jeremy. Where did it all go? You know, I know, yep. it, but it just went. All right, yep. uh, review and optimize your investment portfolio. Got It's not set it and forget it. Am I right? Exactly. I mean, look, how you're investing in the last five to 10 years of saving right before you go into retirement, it needs to be different than when you're 25 years old, right? When you're 25 years old, it's easy. Buy diversified stock portfolios, dollar cost average and go for the ride. But as you start getting closer and closer to retirement, your situation becomes very unique, right? You've got to make sure that you understand 
you know, are you on on track? Are you behind? If you're behind, you might need to maintain a little more risk in the portfolio to try to play catch up. Or if you're ahead of the game, you know, you might be able to downshift, get a little bit more conservative. So it's really, really important that you strike the balance between risk and reward that align with your portfolio, with your overall retirement goals. Um, and look, I tell people this all the time, like, we might be able to begin, if you've got enough, to transition more to that income plan, right? So, hey, here's where we're going to start investing in more income-oriented securities, building up those income streams uh, so that when you get to the ultimate date in five to 10 years, when you do retire, you can just you know, stop reinvesting, turn your income on, and all of a sudden you got paychecks coming in. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about this all the time. You know, this can be very complicated and you need somebody like Jeremy to walk you through these strategies because it's not a do it yourself mm -hmm. situation and mistakes can be very costly. And that's why I want to remind everybody that you need to see Jeremy and his team at Element Wealth. I'm going to give you the phone number right now. 800-800-6073. 800-800-6073. Or you can email Jeremy and his team radio at myelementwealth.com radio at myelementwealth.com like to thank you for joining us Sunday morning, 97.3 Super Talk. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me, Jeremy Nelson. Jeremy is with Element Wealth with us each week at this time. And we're going through some strategies that you need to pay attention, get that smooth ride into transition into a nice, smooth retirement like we talked about. Okay, maximizing your retirement contributions. We talk about this all the time. You know, those contributions are free money, right? Yeah. Well, look, here's, a, here's a great, yeah, yeah. yeah, here's a great story around that, right? The listener that I was referencing that I, I spoke to last week, you know, as his, as he has this additional free cash flow that's going to come, you know, he's got an investment account that he was thinking about adding to. Uh, he has an you know, outside IRA from his 401k plan. I said, well, look, your income is actually just a little bit too high to be able to contribute to an IRA because you're covered by a company retirement plan. And so I said, look, you're going to you're going to be eligible for the catch-up contribution and your plan has the Roth provision in it. So use that catch-up contribution, right? Leverage the fact that you've got this plan, you can put it in Roth. So instead of putting it in a taxable brokerage account, you can put it in that Roth and it's going to grow tax-free. You know, or, you know, if your income keeps going up and you need the tax deduction, well, you can take a little bit bigger tax deduction by doing it on a pre-tax basis. So, again, it's really, really important to make sure that you are taking advantage of those catch-up contributions. You know, a lot of times people will put a fixed dollar amount to hit the maximum, but then they forget, like, you're eligible this year for up to 30000 with the sure. catch-up. Right, so yeah. there's more room to put into that plan. And instead of putting it in a taxable brokerage, right, you can put it in Roth. That's a pretty good deal right there. So make sure that you are maximizing your retirement contributions and putting them into the right place. You know, Jeremy, I'm glad you mentioned Roth because looking ahead, segment three is all about Roth IRAs. And we'll talk about the pros and cons and and really how to uh, work that uh, that magic for you when it comes to Roth. All right. This one we talk about all the time, but it's vitally important. Consider your Social Security claiming strategy. We know you can start at 62. It maxes out at 70. But where where should you be? It depends on your situation, obviously. Right. Yeah. You. This is one where you really have to do an analysis, right? The the age gap between you and your spouse, if you're married, right? Do you or the the income gap, right? From what your social security would be versus your spouse's, all of these things matter in creating 
a solid retirement plan. So you really have to just sit down, do the analysis, and make an educated decision. We're actually sitting down with a listener right now who's self-employed, and you know we're looking at it, and we're like, look, you actually need to pay more into Social Security to get your benefit up because your spouse you know, is a little bit lower on what she's paid in, and you haven't been funding Social Security that heavily. Uh, it's going to be beneficial for you over the next five years to actually fund it a little more heavily because that benefit's going to last a lot longer, right? Sure. Uh, because that's going to go your life and your wife, who's a little bit younger than you, it's going to go for hers. So again, really, really important to do the analysis on Social Security to make sure that you are that you're taking advantage of one of the biggest investments that you've made that you don't even think about it as an investment. Yeah, absolutely, it's huge. We talk about that all the time. All right, Jeremy, time for one more uh, before the break. Access your healthcare and insurance needs. Look, if, you, if you're, let's say you're in the red zone and you're thinking about retiring before 65, well, you're going to have this big cost called health insurance, and it tends to be very expensive once you hit the your 60s. Uh, so that's something to consider. But also, you know, you've got to look at your, your Medicare premiums and, and the supplement policies that you're going to ultimately take. So very important to have that button down before you pull the trigger because we've seen this a lot of times where people end up getting surprised by what their healthcare costs are in retirement. So take a little bit of time, really understand how you're going to fund your health insurance and healthcare costs before you actually pull the trigger. Yeah. Retire. I mean, what could it be like? It may be even up to a thousand dollars a month. You're in that, that gap. Am I right? Say 62 to 65. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen up to 1500. Very expensive. Yep. All right, Jeremy, uh, terrific stuff. This is great stuff. And um, what else you got for us before the break, uh, before the break, Jeremy? Well, look, listeners, if, if you are in that retirement red zone and you're trying to figure out whether or not you're going to be able to retire and maintain your lifestyle, why not be proactive instead of reactive? It's really time to take action and, and come up with a plan to get you to where you want to go. And, and being proactive just simply starts with taking the time, picking up the phone, giving us a call. It's Sunday. Leave your name and number. Monday morning, one of our associates will schedule a meeting. We'll sit down, very casual, no obligations. And we're just going to talk about your situation. You know, where are you on your retirement journey? How much have you saved? How much do you need to save? You know, what are all the different goals that you have for yourself, your family, your community? Let's map this out. Let's come up with a comprehensive plan for you. What you're going to get also beyond just a great cup of coffee and a good conversation is a fee analysis. We're going to do an analysis. We're going to see if you are paying fees that you don't need to be paying. We're going to do a risk assessment. We're going to help you understand how much risk is in your portfolio and whether or not it is appropriate for where you are on your journey. We're also going to do a tax analysis. We're going to find ways that we can put, make sure that you're saving in the most tax efficient manner and also that when you're distributing assets that your plan is as tax efficient as it can be. And lastly, we're going to give you a customized income plan. We're going to show you different strategies that we use with our clients to help ensure that they have a safe and secure, worry-free retirement. The number is 800-800-6073, 800-800-6073. Nothing changes till you pick up the phone. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Something we've been talking about resonates with you. If you'll need to get that second opinion 
or want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, a very important risk tolerance that uh, Jeremy just mentioned. Just call this number, 800-800-6073. The folks at Element Wealth will get to your call, return your call first thing on Monday morning, 800-800-6073. Or you're sitting there, the laptop popped up on you know, on a Sunday morning, just email radio at myelementwealth.com, radio at myelementwealth.com. One more time on the phone number before the break. Like I said, nothing changes till you pick up that phone, 800-800-6073. All right, it is break time. We'll be back in just a moment or two and more of Jeremy and Element Wealth Radio in just a moment. What's coming up next? You've got a 401k and that's good. When we come back, we'll dig into why having a Roth IRA to complement it could be just what the retirement doctor ordered. Details after this. Welcome back to the show. This is Element Wealth Radio. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, with us. Back again to help you take charge of your money is Jeremy Nelson. He's helped hundreds of clients achieve their financial retirement goals. Jeremy has almost 20 years experience. I mention this frequently because it is so important. He's a fiduciary very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because it means he has to have the best interest of the client. Things we talk about on the show, things you want to get together and chat with uh, Jeremy about. Life insurance, long-term care, legacy planning, asset management. We talked about Social Security maximization already today and so much more. And we're just having a conversation, Jeremy and I, talking about things that are on your mind every retiree. We're going to tackle uh, some Roth uh, information for you. Now, if you're already saving to a 401k, the Roth IRA may be an unnecessary uh, addition to your retirement plan. Now, you could be surprised to learn from four Roth IRA features that improve your financial flexibility. Let's go through each of them. One at a time, Jeremy, access your contribution in a pinch. Yeah, so this is something that um, a lot of people don't necessarily know about Roth IRAs, but you can withdraw your contributions at any time without taxes or penalties. Now, there's a five-year rule on gains, right? But because you have already paid the taxes and you didn't take a tax deduction when you put the money into a Roth IRA, uh, the IRS doesn't impose a restriction to you. Um you can still get early early pe withdrawal penalties on the gains, like I said, but you do not owe anything on the basis or your contributions into the plan. So if you're saving and you need to get access to funds, then this is something that, that you can do. Now, you have to be eligible from an income perspective and all that kind of stuff to be able to do Roths. But if you are, it's a, it's a good place to be saving because you can access some of those funds. And Gary... One of the things we talked about on one of our first shows when we were talking about the Secure 2.0 Act yeah, yep. uh, was that in 2024, I believe it is, that there's going to be legislation where there's also going to be some Roth savings accounts that you're going to be able to contribute into your 401ks. Now your retirement plan is going to have to adopt these provisions and all that stuff. So I think it's going to take time to roll out. But you know, if you are not eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA – because of income limits or because you're covered by a retirement plan, uh, there is a solution coming from for you very soon where you might be able to build up some Roth savings through your 401k. Uh, so stay tuned and pay attention to that. So if you're older than 59 and a half, you can withdraw your funds without without penalty, provided you had it for five years. Is that that in a nutshell? Yeah. So one, yeah, once once you're in there, uh, 59 and a half, this is your retirement account, just like an IRA. You can pull your money up. 
All right. And our um, Roth uh, IRAs, they're not subject to RMDs either, are they? That is correct. Roth IRAs are not subject to required minimum distributions. So you can continue to let that defer and grow on. So from a legacy planning perspective, you know, Roth assets can be very, very powerful. Wow, I got that right. I'm I'm surprised. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned each week from you, Jeremy. See, I'm learning more and more from you each week. All right, here's yep. the second one. Uh, take tax-free withdrawals. That that's a good thing. Yeah. So the idea with the Roth is that unlike a pre-tax, right? So in pre-tax, you take a tax deduction. Your money grows tax deferred, right? Uh, but then when you pull it out, you owe tax on everything that comes out. With a Roth, you're putting the money in. After tax, you've paid your taxes up front. It grows tax-free. When you pull it out, the basis and the gains, assuming that you, you know, you're 59 and a half and qualified, the basis and the gains are coming out in retirement tax-free. So you don't owe anything on that. So that's that's a win-win. Why wouldn't you uh, do that? I mean, I guess you talk about Roth conversions all the time to your clients, right? Yeah, a lot of times, you know, what we'll see is that, you know. People who are getting closer to retirement now didn't have the Roth 401k option, right? So they've been saving through their retirement plan for the last 30 years. And, and Roth 401k is you know a relatively new thing. And so they've got all this pre-tax money and you know they might be in a higher income tax bracket. So we'll kind of look at their plan and we'll say, well, you know, for the first few years of retirement, you're actually going to be in that lower tax bracket before you hit these required minimum distributions. So let's start looking at conversions at that point. Or, hey, you're not in that high of a tax bracket right now. You're kind of you've kind of slowed down. You know, maybe funding Roth right now makes sense. So it is a conversation though that is very important to have and to study because you really want to have a mix of Roth and pre-tax dollars in retirement, if at all possible, mm -hmm. uh, because it gives you more flexibility on your distribution strategy in retirement to manage what those uh, what those tax liabilities are going to be. Right. You know what I always want to ask you about Roth? I don't mean to put you on the hot seat here from a historical point of view. Is that an acronym or is it some guy named Roth? What, do you know where that came from? I, 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 it it yeah. was it, it, no. It's actually <laughs> it's actually it's actually named after a legislator. Oh, uh, okay. That came up with it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There you go. I learned something also new today. By the way, uh, the show is Element Wealth Radio. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me is Jeremy Nelson. With us each week at this time on 97.3 Super Talk. I'd like to thank you for joining us. I want to give you the phone numbers so you can ask Jeremy questions about Roth and, you know, what it stands for and all that. And even more, much more important things than that question was 800-800-6073, 800-800-6073. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. And it starts by picking up the phone and talking to Jeremy. They'll get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Or you're sitting around the kitchen table, got your phone, you know, scrolling, and just go to your email and email radio at myelementwealth.com, radio at myelementwealth.com. All right, we're talking about Roth IRAs and the advantages of these. And let's take, uh, let's tackle the third one. No effect on taxability of your Social Security. Yes. So Social Security, depending on your income levels, is taxed between z zero and 85% of it is taxable. Okay. Uh, so what that means is that, you know, if you've got, you know, significant income in retirement, then, and you get $50,000 from Social Security, 85% of that is, 
going to be taxable at the maximum. So, you know, even for higher income earners, 15 percent is is only the is the amount that's tax free from Social Security. But when you take distributions right from a IRA or a traditional 401k, right, what that's doing is that's driving up your taxable income, which is driving up the amount that you pay that of social security that's subject to income tax. Roth is tax free. That does not drive up the the amount that you owe tax on on social security. So that can be a very beneficial tool and, and something that you want to optimize in your distribution strategy during retirement. So if you didn't have the Roth, you have some other uh, plans like an, an IRA or 401k. Yep. That could uh, put you in a higher tax bracket, correct? It can. Yeah. But so, the Roth but the Roth keeps you down. All right. Wow. Some great advantages to Roth. All right. <laughs> I, I think I, I spoiled the, the headline on this one. No RMDs for you. Yes. That's, that's a big deal. Right. So with your traditional 401ks or traditional IRAs, right now it's 73, it's working its way up to 75 over the next few years, you have these required distributions that are based off of your your life your life expectancy. And so what ends up happening here is a lot of people don't need all of their IRAs, right? They've been great savers. And these RMDs balloon and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, we look down the road and we see what that tax liability is going to be. And it's going to be quite significant because the older you get, the shorter your life expectancy is, the higher the percent that you have to take out of your IRA or 401k. Well, the Roth is not subject to those RMDs. And that's why we, a lot of times, when we've got a window, where our clients are, are truly in a lower tax bracket or we can spend some other savings or other assets, we'll look at things like Roth conversions because that is going to limit the future required minimum distribution and kind of balance out that tax liability over a longer period of time. And, you know, most of our clients, you know, look, they've saved enough money that there's going to be something that's left over for the kids and grandkids. And what we're able to do is kind of let those Roth assets continue to marinate and grow tax-free. And then when the kids get it, they don't owe income tax on it. And in fact, you know, they could actually hold on to it for 10 years before they have to exhaust that Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. So in this situation, RMDs, are, they're not, a, well, first you don't have to ta take them. So it's not a taxable event like it would be for an IRA or 401k, correct? Correct. All right. All right. So the uh, final point, a Roth IRA gives you uh, lots of options. What's the bottom line on, on Roth IRAs? Yeah, I think that what having a mix of, of pre-tax Roth uh, and after-tax dollars does for you is it gives you the flexibility to pull money from the different buckets of, of, of funds that you have and pull out in the most advantageous way possible. Right. So what you've got to really think about is if you don't if you only have pre-tax dollars every time that you need to buy a vehicle or, or an expense that goes above and beyond what your normal budget is, it's bumping up your tax liability. Right. It's bumping up your tax brackets. It's, it's pushing you higher and higher and higher. And so more and more and more money is going to the IRS. When you've got a mix of Roth and traditional assets, you've got flexibility 
and choice as to where you're going to pull money from. Uh, and that over time, you know, that ability to manage that tax liability and keep yourself in those lower tax brackets is very valuable. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great advice, uh, Jeremy. Almost time to wrap up the, uh, the segment here. So what else you got for us? Well, look, listeners, if you are considering Roth IRAs or or Roth contributions into a 401k and trying to figure out what you're going to do, then be proactive. You know, don't be reactive. Don't wait. You know, pick up the phone, give us a call, and we will sit down with you and have a conversation, help you understand what all of your available options are, right? We're going to help you understand you know, the impact of saving pre-tax versus post-tax and in the context of what your overall financial plan is based on the goals that you have for yourself, based on the risk tolerance that you have, based on the goals that you have for your family, legacy, those sorts of things. So pick up the phone, give us a call, uh, leave your name and number. One of our associates will give you a call on Monday and we'll schedule a sit down. And no obligations. We're just going to sit down, kind of understand where you are in your plan and and where you are on your financial journey. And we're going to give you a few deliverables as well. Those deliverables are a fee report. We're going to make sure that you understand how much you're paying in fees and whether or not there are some savings there. A risk assessment. We're going to help you understand how much risk is in your portfolio and whether or not it's appropriate for where you are in your retirement journey. We're going to do a tax analysis to help you understand, hey, should you be funding Roth? Should you be doing conversions? Should you be funding pre-tax, right? All those sorts of things to make sure that you're saving in a tax-efficient manner and that you are have a distribution strategy that is as tax-efficient as it can possibly be. And lastly, we're going to give you a customized income plan, right? And this plan is going to be based on the different strategies, proven strategies that we use for our clients to help them have a safe, secure, worry-free retirement. The number is 800-800-6073. That is why we want to give our listeners the opportunity to review their individual plans for retirement. Folks, you can find out if there's any potential red flags that could cause problems for you down the line with your current plan or advisor. Now, we want to make this accessible, so we're offering this consultation, no cost, no obligation. Get a hold of Jeremy and his team at Element Wealth, 800-800-6073. We'll get back to you first thing Monday morning, 800-800-6073. Or if you like, email Jeremy and the team, radio at myelementwealth.com, radio at myelementwealth.com. One more time before we take our break. 800-800-6073. All right, back more of Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy in just a moment. What is coming up next? Well, Gary, the show is flying by, so it is now time for questions from our listeners. That and more coming up next. Welcome back to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. The show is Element Wealth Radio with me, Jeremy Nelson. Jeremy has helped hundreds of clients achieve their financial retirement goals. He's with Element Wealth, has almost 20 years experience. He's a fiduciary by law, has to have the best interest of his clients. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. And the things we've been discussing on the show here today, the things you want to speak with Jeremy about when you meet him at Element Wealth, Retirement Income Planning, Social Security Optimization, Asset Management. We've talked about all these things today. Legacy Planning and so much more. All right, let's get to the questions. All right, uh, Jeremy, it's kind of, kind of a complicated question, a lot of numbers. So you may want to go over to the whiteboard and 
Let's start jotting these numbers down. You all set? You ready? Here we go. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm 64, getting to retire in one year. I owe approximately $165,000 on my house with no other debt. I have close to $850,000 in retirement savings, $2,200 a month from a pension, approximately $2,300 a month in Social Security benefits, and $300 a month from my ex-wife's pension. I also drive an Uber, approximately make $1,500 a month. Does it make sense to pay off my time, my house at the time I retire? A lot of numbers there. What do we got for Felix and Madison? Well, okay. So one, you know, we need to know what the interest rate that's on exactly, the house is. That's my first thing that's, I was going to ask. That that's going to be a key driver. Yep, I'm right. I'm kind of going to make the assumption that Felix has been in his house for a little while, probably yep. has a, a pretty reasonable mortgage rate, mm-hmm. not one of the more expensive ones that we're dealing with right now. Um, now, the other thing that we don't know is how much of his retirement savings are in pre-tax, Roth, sure, post-tax, right? So let's just kind of, for argument's sake here, say that it's all pre-tax money because that's typically what we see most of the time. Sure. Well, it it doesn't make sense to go and pull $165,000 out of your account because you're going to have to pay taxes on that, right? So you're actually going to probably have to pull, you know, 230, 240,000 out to actually pay it off. If the goal is to be debt-free and have this house paid off, I think what we need to do instead is really look at what uh, what a plan would be to make some additional principal payments to get it paid off. Uh, in a timeline that Felix is comfortable with, but also without pushing him up into much higher tax brackets. Mm-hmm. So I think here, you know, that's that's a pretty big chunk. Um, now, if you if if it was if you had money sitting in a savings account that you'd already paid taxes on, and your interest rate was six or seven percent like they are today, and you were only getting three to four percent in a savings account, yeah, that could make sense to pay that off and be done. But if we're talking about pulling out a qualified account out of retirement accounts, doesn't make sense because one, if it's pre-tax, you're going to owe a bunch of taxes. And number two is if it was Roth, you're giving up the tax-free growth over a very long period of time on that money. Mm-hmm. So my inclination is let's come up with a plan that can you can make additional principal payments and get it knocked out a little bit quicker to make you comfortable. But I don't know that just pulling it all out at once makes sense. Yeah. And I think great advice uh, for Felix. You know, uh, he has all these different accounts, but I don't think he has a plan or a, a real strategy on what to do with these these funds that he has. Uh, it sounds like he's in pretty good shape. But Felix, well, you need to pick up the phone and talk to uh, Jeremy. We'll give the number in uh, in just a moment. Yeah. yeah, thanks. And, yeah. And, since, and, and since Felix says he has an ex-wife's pension it sounds like he's not married right uh so if so then from a tax perspective you know he's an individual so he does you know he's going to get he's going to get into the higher tax brackets faster right right and 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 what else we learned today uh jeremy if you need an uber driver felix ready for you okay so there you go all right uh george and jackson i have a pension that kicks in at 57 i'm 55 now i also have a 457 deferred compensation plan i contribute to my question is would it be a good idea to contribute to a Roth IRA as well? Having tax-free money later on sounds like a good idea. We just talked about Roth, so what do you think? Yeah, look, if, if you have discretionary income, then I would absolutely encourage you to look at funding Roth assets, right? Um, you know, you're getting closer and closer to that 59 and a half age, Um 
you you could pull money out, right? The the base is out if you needed to get to it, like we talked about on an earlier segment. Um, you know, one thing that you might want to look at, you know, does your 457 deferred compensation plan have the Roth option? You know, we consult on some 457 plans that do. It kind of sounds to me like you since you have a pension and 457, you might work for the state. Um, so again, lots, lots to consider there, but yes, having tax-free money in retirement is a great idea. And I would strongly encourage you to do the analysis on, uh, what the best Roth strategy would be. Uh, but I, I love the idea of putting money back in Roth for you. George, we love the way you're thinking. And Felix, you too. Thank you for your questions. Uh, we got more coming up. I just want to give the phone number. And this way, everybody, uh, George, Felix, and everybody else who's listening can get a hold of Jeremy and his team. 800-800-6073. 800-800-6073. Or you can email Jeremy, radio at myelementwealth.com. If you're just joining us, the show is Element Wealth Radio. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, like he is every week at this time on 97.3 Super Talk is Jeremy Nelson going through questions that our listeners sent in at uh, radio from radio at myelementwealth.com. All right, let's get to Eleanor in Clinton. My husband and I bought rental property in a resort area on a short sale in 2008 for $200,000. It now sells for $950,000. Wow, my husband is in his late 60s, wants to retire. Uh, after following the show for some time now, I think we should sell it and invest the proceeds in an annuity so that we can use the interest to help fund our retirement. Good idea or bad idea? Wow, what a what a great deal that was, huh, Jeremy? Terrific, huh? Well, number one, uh, you know, congratulations. That's awesome that you had the money to step up when uh, when no one else had the money to step up, and it sounds like you got a steal. So congratulations on that. A uh, couple things to consider here. Uh, number one, I, we don't know what your other assets are. We don't know if you're using this to to rent, generate rental income, or if you're using it uh, yourself for vacation. Uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be where you're going to retire. So is it a good idea to sell it? Potentially. It doesn't sound like a terrible idea. I mean, I, if I was behind and didn't feel like I had enough liquid assets to retire and I had this asset um, and I could convert it into an income producing asset, Yes, that does not sound too terrible to me. But, you know, what you need to look at here is, you know, is an annuity right? Well, what type of annuity are you talking about? Are you talking about, you know, a SPIA, like an immediate annuity where, you know, you're going to get a, a monthly payment for the rest of your lives? Are you talking about just doing a, a principal protected investment or something with an income rider on it that's going to generate a guaranteed income stream? So there's a lot of moving parts here to consider. I think you want to look at this in conjunction in with your overall retirement plan on, on what's best. And you know, there's going to be a capital gain here, and you got to be you got to be willing to pay the piper a little bit. But I think that right now, um, yeah, prices are up, and if 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 selling your retire selling a, a vacation home was part of your retirement plan then yeah it's absolutely a good time to be looking at it and then we just got to figure out what the right place to to put those funds are after after you pay the the taxes on it right so they'll be taxed at the capital gains tax not their income tax if they sell a house like that yeah yeah, yeah that's that's going to be a capital gain and look you know i mean 
we, we don't talk about this on the show much, but, you know, maybe as an allocation towards an opportunity zone read or something like that, where you could avoid capital gain on some of this. You know, there, there's a lot of things that could be done here. So I think that I would just say, let's have a, a little more of a broad conversation. But generally speaking, I think you're thinking in the right direction. Um, but again, I think you want to you want to consider this within the context of a broader plan. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to thank you so much, Josephine and Brendan. I want to start taking my Social Security benefits at 63. The estimated monthly benefit is 2300 per month. Now, if I stop working next year at 60, but still take my benefits at 63, would I receive the 2300 or would it be reduced? In other words, is my Social Security contingent on working up to the point you apply for the benefits? Interesting question. Good question. So, and uh, again, I, I, I hate to do this again, but it depends. Right. Uh, so generally speaking, when you run your Social Security estimates, it assume, you know you can put in whether or not you're going to you know when you're going to retire uh, so you could say 60 or 63 when you get that statement without solicitation right when it's just produced for you it really does assume that you're continuing to work now whether or not continuing to work will actually have an impact on what your benefit is going to be depends on whether or not you've got the 35 years in and whether or not that income would change the inflation adjusted highest 35 years of your social security. Overall, probably not going to change it very much when you do the calculus on this, but I'm also going to tell you, you know, you may want to think about drawing it a little bit later than 63. Uh, I, I would encourage you to sit down and do a social security optimization to see what the right strategy is here. All right. One more question. Get to the last one. Robert and Jackson, I inherited a small IRA when my mom died. Is there a way to avoid income taxes? I don't need the income at this time. Can I keep it as an IRA? Well, you are going to have to take it out. So you're going to have to actually you know, eat the taxes on it. But there is a little trick that you can do using your 401k or an IRA. So what you can do there is you can increase your contributions into your IRAs or into your uh, 401k. So you're receiving this income from the from the inherited IRA, but then you're deferring it right by taking a bigger by making a larger retirement plan contribution. So it's kind of like pulling it from one pocket and putting it into another and, and washing it out. All right. Felix, George, Eleanor, Josephine, Robert. Wow, we got to all five questions today. Thank you so We're much. We did good, Gary. Yeah, we did good. We moved right through quickly through those. So, uh, all right. Any uh, final thoughts, Jeremy, before we go? Well, listeners, if you've got questions about your retirement, it is time to act, right? With all the uncertainty about the markets, the economy, we saw today – you know, 88% of people surveyed were worried about social security. Uh, so there's a there's a lot of uncertainty that's out there and there's a lot of unease. So it's important to be proactive and not reactive. So being proactive just starts by picking up the phone, giving us a call. It's Sunday, so leave your name and number. Monday morning, one of our associates will call and we're going to sit down. We're just going to have a conversation. No obligations. We're just going to get to know your story, the story of your money, and the concerns that you have right now, right? And we're going to give you a few deliverables. We're going to do a fee assessment. We're going to make sure that you're not overpaying in fees, that you're keeping more of your hard-earned money. We're going to do a risk assessment. We're going to help you understand the level of risk that's in your portfolio and whether or not it is appropriate 
for the plan and the journey that you are on. And that could mean that you're too aggressive. It could also mean that you're too conservative. Um, we're, but we're going to help you understand that. We're also going to do a tax analysis. We're going to help you figure out, you know, are you saving in the most tax efficient manner? And does it match up with a tax efficient distribution strategy? And lastly, you're going to get a customized income plan. We're going to show you proven strategies and things that we do with our clients to help them create a safe, secure, worry-free retirement. Our goal at the show here is to help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, just get a hold of Jeremy and his team at Element Wealth, 800-800-6073. Just leave a message, get back to your first thing on Monday morning, 800-800-6073. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. All starts by picking up that phone and getting a hold of Jeremy and his team. Like I said before, nothing changes till you pick up that phone. Or if you like, just uh, pop them an email, radio at myelementwealth.com, radio at myelementwealth.com. One more time on the number before we go, 800-800-6073. Jeremy, you're right. The show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy. Jeremy, as always, it's a pleasure. Go out there. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, sir. Until next weekend, my friend. Investment advisory services offered through Element Wealth, a registered investment advisor. During the show, Jeremy Nelson provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Element Wealth. By contacting Element Wealth, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.